Hello. Caitlin, Caitlin, Caitlin. Hey, man. How are you on this fine Monday evening? I'm great. How are you? Good. Good. Glad to be here. Fantastic. Glad to have you here. Glad we're doing this. Yeah. Um, Virtual hangs are the best hangs. They are. All right, Jarrett. (laughs) So tell our people why we started this. Um, Friends and family. Welcome to our unnamed podcast that we've been brainstorming a name for for probably two weeks. Still haven't found one yet. Uh, basically, Caitlin and I are both um, students at the University of Texas, aka best university in the country, and um, really just both enjoy, love talking about sports, and love having conversations about sports, and so we thought, what better way to do that than to make a podcast and let people um, in on our conversations and hear our takes and what we have to say about it. So, yeah. That's good. All right. Um, cool. So, little introduction, everyone. Jarrett is a very big Cleveland um, Browns fan. Um, it's pretty disappointing for him year-round every single year, but our thoughts and prayers are with him, especially this season. <sighs> Um, he's also a Cleveland Indians fan, and because he goes to UT, he is a Horns fan, and he will always throw up the hook Um, that's Jarrett. Hook him, baby. Um, those that don't know Caitlin, she might be the biggest hypocrite on the face of the planet. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Anyways, Caitlin, um, is a diehard LSU Tiger fan. Um, she constantly misspells go every time she texts me. Um, it's very disappointing, but at the same time, she hooks him for the education. I think that might be her her catchphrase. Hook him for the education, but go Tigers. So, Mm -hmm. um, if Caitlin's not eating kale for a snack or chocolate (laughs) chips for dinner, you can pretty much find her crying about LSU football. Whether it's happy tears or sad tears or out on the water wake surfing. Mm. So this is true. And and sporting or running out. And sporting a Saints hat. Um That's facts. and you're an amateur <laughs> you're an amateur runner, so you got that. This is true. Lover of Cabo Bobs. I have finished a marathon. I want that on the record. Mm. Um Orange County Marathon twenty sixteen. Orange County, California? Uh huh. Bro, that's where I see you, baby. Oh, yeah, you're from Newport Beach, right? Laguna Ish? Beach, yeah, same Laguna thing. Beach. Okay, yeah, I was out, in, we stayed in Newport, I think, what for the, like, I the time we were this. out there. Yep. That is so cool. Yep. Okay, well, on the topic of um, crying about oh. LSU football, I, I've done that today, <laughs> Jared. It's been a very disappointing Monday, and I'm really glad it's the evening and that we're wrapping it up. Um, so with that, we'll jump to some sports news, and we'll start with the CFB um football is back i usually would have more um pep in my voice about this but i am just i'm really not with it jared i'm i'm really <laughs> not um our star defensive back carrie vincent jr opted out of the season a few days ago yesterday jamar chase former blintnikoff winner opted out today um we had another opt out, which was just Tyler Shelvin, right? Tyler Shelvin, yes, thank you. I just, I can't say their Oof. names. I am just so disappointed. <laughs> it, hurts. it hurts too bad. Um, there is speculation <laughs> in Rumorville that our our 
quarterback is opting out. Um, <laughs> so, and the same goes for um, the captain and star of our defense, who is Jacoby Stevens. So, I'm like sweating as I'm talking about this, Jarrett. I am so <laughs> disappointed. Um, and as you texted me today, they're soft, and Sam Ellinger would would never. Um, and I think you're TV right. one, baby. Um, so as far as CFB goes, I mean, those are the big ones. We're going to start seeing opt outs all over the place. Justin Fields was reportedly spotted at a Georgia practice over the weekend um, or on Friday. That'll be interesting. I have no clue what's going to happen with college football. I, I can't talk about it anymore, so I'm going to switch to the NFL. Um, I, I'm just so distraught. <laughs> um, with the NFL, COVID cases are declining. The Saints had a few, but it's okay. We have Jamal Adams, former Tiger, that has been traded to the Seahawks, which is going to be fantastic. Um yeah, we, we just have scrimmages going on, and there's another Hard Knocks episode tomorrow night. Do you watch Hard Knocks, Jarrett? Um, normally I do, but I'm going to be honest, I haven't this year. Ah, it's your loss, man. I know. Um, I know. Yeah, and oh, Alex Smith returned to football, which was a few weeks ago, but that's fine. Uh, and then we have you, um, Hot Tub chi- Time Machine. I forgot what your new fantasy name is now. What is it? Bend um, it like Beckham. Ugh. Bend it like Beckham because I have OBJ. OBJ. Yeah, so uh, Jared, why don't you tell everyone what you did and how that hurt you today when you woke up this morning? Yeah, yeah. So um, Connor Burton stole Nick Chubb for me in the second round. Mm-hmm. Um, my team's namesake. So I needed to draft a running back. I ended up going with DeAndre Hopkins in round two. And then in round three, I went and got a running back and took Leonard Fournette. This um, is our fantasy league, by the way, everyone. Yeah. <laughs> and then um, Jacksonville decided that they were going to tank for Trevor Lawrence. And so this morning, they decided that they were going to cut Leonard Fournette. And he is now a free agent mm. without a job. He's joined mm. the unemployed of America. So, mm. I think he's going to go to the Patriots, but that's yeah. just me. Yeah, obviously he won't be a free agent for long. Um, the Patriots, it sounds like it's a very likely choice. It seems like they scoop up a lot of um, pretty big-name talent that seems to hit the market and they maybe doesn't have, necessarily have great fits. They also have the money. I mean, everyone has the money, right? But it's kind of like who wants to pay the pricey price tag that is Leonard Fournette, and I feel like the Patriots just are – I feel like they're going to. Yeah, I don't know. I'm going to be honest. I don't think they have an every down back right now either because of the um, – the, who is it? They had James White. Yeah, no, it's him. He's still with the – yeah, James yeah, White, Rex Burkhead, someone else. So adding a back like Leonard Fournette along with Cam Newton and some of the other weapons that they have will probably do them some good, I think. It would. It would. Um, all right, why don't you take us to your beloved – MLB and Oof. suboptimal NBA. Oof. Yeah. Um, I'll go with the NBA first just because that hurts less for me. Um, my Cavaliers are awful. They're not even involved in the bubble, and we didn't even get the first pick in the lottery, so that sucks. But uh, the NBA postseason has continued. Um, we have the Lakers and Clippers on a crash course for the conference finals against each other. It looks like LeBron is 14 and 0 now in his career in the first round of the playoffs. Um, 
MJ can't say that? Just throwing that out there? Uh, we a LeBron had, fan. Yeah, so the Mavs lost out, unfortunately. Luka's great performance couldn't pull them over. Um, I think we have the Celtics are up on the Raptors, one nothing in that series. And, shoot, I can't remember who the other two teams were that advanced. But basically... Houston Point and the being. Thunder are playing right now. Oh, as we speak? Yeah. There you go. More Western Conference semifinals. So, NBA continues. Um, seems like a lot of the favorites are kind of doing well there. Oh, the Raptors are also in it still. Mm-hmm. And then the MLB. This one hurt today. Um, We've experienced night. a lot of pain today, buddy. Yeah. Our teams, our teams have suffered a lot of losses. Mm-hmm. Um, last night, trade rumors were swirling about Mike Clevenger being traded to a bunch of different teams. And then this morning, the Indians pulled the trigger and dealt him to the Padres for a ton of suboptimal talent, in my opinion. Um, you can ask Caitlin because she was on the receiving end of the text of my wrath, but uh, I understand her pain now. And But, sunshine... like, mine is times four because it's happened <laughs> four more times. It's true. Sunshine, if you're listening, for those that don't know, that's Mike Clevenger. I'm going to miss you. Um, loved watching you in a tribe uniform the last couple of years, and hopefully we see you in the World Series. A um, couple other deals that were made. Surprisingly, the Rangers did not move Lance Lynn. Um, they definitely could have pulled a lot of talent for him with the year that he's having, but they did not pull the trigger on that. So outside of the Clevenger deal, it was a relatively quiet trade deadline for the MLB. Uh, we also had Jackie Robinson weekend, which mm-hmm. is normally Jackie Robinson Day, but with the Jacob Blake shooting and the political climate right now, the MLB decided to extend it over the entire weekend, which I think was a um, really awesome call in a way to honor Jackie and the, the sacrifices that he made and the stuff that he went through for African-American players. So that's what we got in the NBA and MLB realms. That's good. I forgot to mention um, the trade to the Vikings NFL player Yannick. Oh. Nig- Say it. Nagaku? <laughs> <laughs> Sounded like a baby right there. <laughs> Gosh, I'm so sorry, Yannick, if that's how you say your first name. Um, my deepest apologies. Huge fan, clearly. Um, <laughs> all right, and then Buda Baker got a big uh, contract extension. Oh, and then also um, Camara of the Saints has... N- had multiple unexcused um uh what's what a, Jared what's the word I'm searching for absences yes what is wrong with me guys I'm just so <laughs> distraught with today like my mind is not here um yeah and so it apparently is swirling around about his contract so if you picked him up in fantasy interesting I'd be hurting right now but okay so today we're talking about on our first ever episode of our unnamed podcast coming soon um we are talking about jacob blake and how his name um took a big stance in sports over the weekend um so a little bit of context and then um jared will take it away jacob blake is a 29 year old african-american man um that was shot by police seven times i think the status of him right now is that he's paralyzed um and so it just like the George Floyd um, murder just really it was caught on camera. People saw it. It 
was all over the internet um and players just were like I've had enough I have had enough of seeing this I've had enough pain um I mean this is when this was in Kenosha Wisconsin happened eight days ago um and so that's that's the context of it right and I think this is a um very tough first topic to talk about to discuss um but I think as a lot of things that have been happening in the United States recently is there's a lot of difficult discussions that are being um, had by pretty much everyone at this point. Mm-hmm. Um, but as Caitlin and I were talking about, this has to be hands down the biggest, I think, impact slash um, what's the word that I'm looking for? I mean, just the event and the impact that it's had on sports across every single league. Mm-hmm. I don't think I've ever seen anything to this magnitude besides maybe 9-11 with the MLB shutting down for the day and or the um, pandemic where it legit shut down. (laughs) True. Um, I guess, yeah, like social justice event, what you could say. Um, Mm -hmm. But we saw really led by LeBron and the NBA and the Bucks. Yes. With the Bucks walking off the court before game five started in their series. And that kind of led to every NBA game um being postponed the nhl had postponements mlb had postponements the wnba as well and we saw nfl training camps being halted for days along with that um, a lot of college teams did the same thing and just kind of taking a couple days off to figure out their response to it and exactly what they wanted to do what the messages that they wanted to get out to um to fans to people in their communities were and, and that sort of thing um so Personally, my take on it is I love the fact that players are using their platform for change and um, using it for things that they believe in. I think it's awesome. I think for a lot of these um, men and women, they've worked their butts off to get to where they're at and the platform that they have. And so using that for something that they're very passionate about to me is incredible. Uh, The one thing that I would say that I was kind of frustrated with was the NBA – did a really solid job, I think, of taking time off to figure out what they wanted to get done. But for the other leagues, at least, to me, for like the MLB, for example, NHL as well, I didn't really see any sort of goal or direction that they were aiming towards or stuff that they wanted to get done. And I would I have to be honest, I was pretty frustrated by that because to me it's like if you're going to take time off, if you're going to postpone your games for something to this magnitude, you should have some sort of direction or goal for it besides just stopping play. Mm-hmm. So I really don't think that accomplishes much. Mm-hmm. Um, and to me, it also kind of comes off almost like it's like virtue signaling and that you're posturing to kind of save face from the public. And the reality of it is what's going on right now has affected every single person across the country and is a hot button issue. So mm-hmm. that's my take. No. Um, and that's a great take. And for the most part, I pretty much agree with that. Um, to your last part, you said it doesn't really make sense halting play and not really being proactive about it um not about proactive about the issue but just just stopping play what good does that do because I think you and I could both agree as avid sports fans um sports have always been a safe haven and have always been a place of um refuge and hope um especially in times like these when our country is struggling so much sports just offer a huge relief um and so halting play definitely I think intensifies the pain. Um, But to that, I will say that, and 
this is quoted from um, an ESPN daily newsletter from this morning, but mm-hmm. LeBron wanted a plan for action. The players got in a pledge from the league, according to Dave McMiniman. Um, I may be pronouncing that. The social justice coalition to use team facilities as voting locations in every NBA city and to air videos centered on voting engagement during every playoff telecast which I think is very interesting that they wanted to um, implement change like that. And I will say that as I was um, watching the Thunder Rockets game tonight, that I saw one of those commercials and I was really shocked at how quickly I saw it Mm -hmm. being that this happened over the weekend. Um, But it was literally a commercial saying that you need to vote. And it was talking about the racial injustice. And then it had at the very end, um, the playoff time and the next playoff game. And I thought that was very interesting and smart. Um, and I know I appreciated it, but so that's what I have to say about that. Personally speaking, um, I, I understand the halting of play. And I say that because of a tweet that was put out by J.R. Smith, I believe I could be wrong, but it was a tweet that basically said, you don't hear us now you can't see us. And I think that kind of just really encapsulates it as a whole of what their um, agenda was. Um, I, I mean, at the end of the day, I get it. I, I don't really have a lot of frustrations or problems with it, but I, I do agree with everything you were saying. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think um, one of the important things too, specifically, as we kind of talked about a little bit earlier with baseball was, with it being Jackie Robinson weekend, I think that was something that a lot of teams were kind of figuring out and dealing with and um, mm-hmm. working through, especially just because it's like if there's a day with the stuff that's going on within the African-American community and um, white and black racial relations and tensions and everything that's going on, if there's a day that you need to play baseball, it's Jackie Robinson day. Like mm-hmm. that is the day that you don't, <laughs> you don't stop playing, that you don't postpone it. Yeah. And it was interesting because we saw the A's and Astros on Jackie Robinson Day um, come out. Both teams came out for first pitch, laid each jersey in the batter's box and a Black Lives Matter shirt, and then mm-hmm. turned around and walked off the field. And I know we had a couple of other teams that followed suit with that as well, and postponed it and then played double headers on Saturday. Um, mm-hmm. So really interesting stuff, and I think, yeah, the points that you mentioned and brought up specifically with the stuff that the NBA has done is it's incredible. Um, and I just kind of hope that the other leagues follow suit, and especially organizations and teams. And I know Cleveland specifically, they had staff from the – they kind of formed like a joint coalition between the Cavs, the Browns, and the Indians to where all mm-hmm. organizational heads were going to meet and kind of figure out what they can do as sports teams to help impact their community and improve Mm -hmm. the things going on there so i think that's awesome i think one of the most powerful images from the weekend was one um the baseball fields like you mentioned i can envision it from what i saw on social media in my brain right now but also um you know i'm a joe burrow fan the the (laughs) Bengals. um the Bengals had a very powerful video and statement that they put out where they had um, I think it was a defensive player, maybe it was offensive lineman that gave a statement. And then you had Joe right there. Um, and it, it was just very powerful. And then you also had the Steelers came out with a very powerful statement as well, as did the Ravens, which I don't know if you read over that, but that was 
I did not. If not not more powerful, Um, which is just really, it's really cool to see that. But anyways, going back to Jacob Blake, um, that is all of that. But more so the NBA and the activism that they've shown. I think we can both agree that the NBA is the most active of all the leagues, as we've seen in the halting of their play. But I think it's also important to note um, that the WNBA has been the most active about this, not just this year, but for years past, which I think is incredible. And I think it's sad because no one really takes notice um, and as you said to me, Jarrett, no, no one watches the WNBA. And I mean, it's sad, but it's reality. And so I, I think it's really cool um, that while it's all coming um, to surface right now and while people are starting to talk about it, that there, there are people out there that have been talking about it for a really long time. And I think it's really important mm-hmm. that whenever we have these types of conversations that we acknowledge it. Yeah. And that was, um, I think, one of the interesting things, too, with kind of the postponements and stuff was that the when the NBA held a players meeting of everyone that was in the bubble to figure out what they wanted to do going forward, LeBron actually reportedly led the Lakers and the Clippers out of the room saying that they, mm-hmm. he wanted to postpone the rest of the season and they kind of followed suit. Mm-hmm. And then <laughs> the rest of the teams did not kind of budge with LeBron and opted to continue play at which point the Clippers and Lakers re-entered the room and decided, okay, yeah, we're going to continue playing. Um, so kind of an interesting clash of worlds to some extent there and definitely disagreements, I guess, to some extent about um, what they wanted to do going forward. But I think ultimately, yes, the NBA has done a great job. The WNBA, with lack of exposure, has done, it seems like, what the most that they can and that any league could do by having these conversations early on and um, taking a lot of action to see this change happens um Mm. one of the other things that the nba did that was a very important role i think in um a lot of this social justice stuff specifically was in the bubble um they came up with the list of statements that players would be allowed to wear on the back of their jerseys to promote change um Mm -hmm. LeBron, as we talked about, has probably been the most vocal NBA player about seeing this happen. And interestingly enough, he opted to not have a statement put on the back of his jersey, and he just kept it with the James and 23. Um, Interesting. Yeah. So the quote that we saw from him back when this happened was he said, he said, I actually didn't go with a name on the back of my jersey. It was no disrespect to the list that was handed out to all the players. I commend anyone that decides to put something on the back of their jersey. It's just something that didn't really seriously resonate with my mission or with my goal. I would have loved to have a say-so on what what would have went on the back of my jersey. And I had a couple of things in mind, but I wasn't part of that process, which is okay. I'm absolutely okay with that. I don't need to have something on the back of my jersey for people to understand my mission or know what I'm about and what I'm here to do. Um, yeah, like we talked about, very interesting to me and just especially because he's been at the forefront about this and been so mm-hmm. outspoken for this and wanting to Very see this vocal happen. about it. Right. So I'm curious as to why he opted to not put anything on the back of his jersey. Which I think you and I talked about this, but I most definitely think, um, well, I don't have LeBron's number. I'd be very lucky if I did because I'd like to ask him this question. 
Um, but I feel like that name or what he wanted to put on the back of his jersey might have been Breonna Taylor because you see that there was an approved list. Her mm-hmm. name was not on that list um, for reasons why I don't know. Right. Um, but what was approved was say her name and maybe his mindset was, okay, if you can put on the back of her jer- of a jersey, say her name, why can't you put her name? You know, right. like it's, it's interesting. And so I, I'm, I'm curious as to if that's, um, what he wanted to put on the back of his jersey, but at the end of the day, we'll, we'll never know. Right. And we had <sighs> some other, other players. I know Anthony Davis was one of the people that opted to not put something as well. Again, a big name mm-hmm. player for the Lakers. And so, yeah, it's just very interesting stuff, I think, coming out of the NBA. And um, one of the things we talked about earlier was especially with, like, players kind of having their own take on it. And mm-hmm. Luca, who's Slovenian, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> I think you do you, want you me to, crushed, Do you want me to say the name? Please, yes. You crushed the pronunciation. So, Luca, which, by the way, I've just hopped on the Luca train. I think he's absolutely fantastic. Um, he's our age too, which is just mind blowing, but he unreal, he has a name on the back of his Jersey, which I think the whole point of having a name is to having a name, having a word on the back of your Jersey is to raise awareness. And I think it's working well because Mm -hmm. I saw the name and saw the word and looked it Mm -hmm. up. And I think that's the whole point of what they're trying to do. It's like, okay, let's, you know, create research for ourselves let's educate ourselves and i think that's important and i think it's a job well done but he has on the back of his jersey a slovenian word which uh gosh help me <laughs> and, okay anako provnost um which means equality in slovenian which is where he is from which i think is very very cool and just makes me like him even more um, but as we're talking about opting in and opting out of things, um, I think it's really interesting because, you know, we, we've seen a lot of players kneeling, right. um, which goes back to Colin Kaepernick in what, 2016, 2017? I can't quite remember. Yeah. Um, but one of the things, and these are conversations that have had to have, that have had to have occurred between um, teams and teammates, not just amongst the NBA, but amongst the NFL too, but focusing on the NBA, um, Myers Leonard of the Miami Heat was one of the few players that has chosen to stand right. um, during the national anthem. Uh, but I think it's interesting because he came out and on social media via Instagram and explained why. And it's because his brother served in the military, I believe, or might've been the Marines. And I think it's very cool because he may have a different opinion, but his opinion on the whole matter doesn't change. He is still for um, fixing the problem that is racial injustice. And so I just wanted to bring that up. because I thought that was an interesting thing. Yeah. And I think that's, that's a great point and something that I think myself at least was concerned about is that, this kind of the mob rule mob think that a lot of what's happening right now in America at least is, was going to affect that. And that you were going to see players facing backlash for standing for the anthem, which I know publicly, at least from a lot of fans and stuff he did, but I think it was really cool that his teammates and specifically his African-American teammates came to his defense and said like, Mm -hmm. Hey man, we talked about this. We had a discussion with, with him and you know, we're all good. So at the end of the day, like that's what you want to see is people respecting each other's opinions and Mm -hmm. 
if the guys that are making millions of dollars can do it, everyday Americans can do it as well. That is <laughs> so someone put that on a shirt or a poster or <laughs> a bumper sticker. That was good. So yeah, I mean I think that's just the biggest thing and, and yeah. glad to see that the guys that have their platform are also um using that to just yeah, being able to respect people's opinions and maybe in house they disagreed with it and that's totally fine because it's kind of what this country is based on is having your own opinion and being able to speak that. So free speech. Free speech, baby. Free speech. America. Well um Oh gosh, that is, <laughs> I, th- I think that's, that's all we have. Um, any last words? Um, nothing specifically. I know for everyone going forward, you can expect an episode coming out weekly. I was hoping that I would have some sort of like outro figured out by this point, but I really don't. Um, we have no clue what we're doing. Absolutely no clue. <laughs> yeah. So could barely get this to work in the first place. Yeah, we kinda of talked about it earlier. Um the only shout out that I'll give at least is to oh, my dad. Because I know that we'll have two listeners at least. Aw. So that's sweet. Michael well, to my dad. Russell, you're my favorite. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Harmon, um, thanks for listening. We appreciate you tuning in. Same to you, Mr. Lytle. Um, last thing, really excited about this because Jarrett and I, like he said at the beginning, for the past year of our friendship, have always talked about sports, regardless of what we're talking about. It always finds its way into the mix, which is a lot of mixes. Um, <laughs> and so very excited, especially because we are definitely arguing a lot about sports and we have some heavy opinions um, and controversial opinions. And so be expectant of a lot of football talk, even though it's not a football-centered pod um, episode coming about why the Cleveland Browns are so bad, which, Jarrett, I'm with you, buddy. Um, yeah. It's going to be a tough one for you. I want to say Caitlin now has stake in the game because literally half of our roster went to LSU. So NFL LSU, baby. I mean, <laughs> hello. She now has stake in the game. That's all I'm saying. Um, that Always. And then the Always. week after – Maybe, but the week that LSU and Texas were going to play, that'll be a fun discussion. It's going to be, oh yeah, it will be. It's um, it, it's all going to be so fun. I'm so excited. I'm excited for the conversation to get heated yeah. and for me to get mad because that's always happening. <laughs> I'll say it now. Um, LSU, 10,000% would have gotten clapped by Texas. And if there's any I, former Tigers listening, come find me. And I will to that say, keep telling yourself that (laughs) as i have been saying for the past few weeks (laughs) all right well everyone this has been a blast um promise these won't be as long in the future Um, (laughs) yeah thanks for tuning in and we will see y'all next week